0: here we go then here we go the big six zero g'day everybody g'day and welcome back to our 60th episode of the moist health podcast hopefully you've enjoyed every episode that's come before this one hopefully there's been a, a myriad of different things that have piqued your interest conjured up some thoughts within you maybe even conjured up some action within you Thank you for all of you so far as well that have given me your feedback, not just in the form of the reviews on Apple Podcasts, but also in the form of messages, mainly on Instagram, Uh, and just for all of you for sharing your experiences and thoughts about these weekly musings that I have here uh, on this podcast. It's, It's very much appreciated to know that firstly people are listening, but also that people are enjoying what's being put out there. And today, today, i want to delve a little bit deeper into programming and delve a little bit deeper into deficits themselves because through working with the people that i do in my two programs that i run adherence is of course everything sticking to it is everything if you don't stick to it you don't see results but that's pretty much as hard a line as you're going to get when it comes to a caloric deficit because it's very easy to fall down into the rabbit hole of a black and white approach, of very much a mindset of I'm either doing it or I'm not doing it, particularly when you're dealing with tangible targets or numerical targets, such as stick to these calories, do these steps, do this exercise, etc. And whilst having targets is important, have something to strive to, having a do not exceed thing, etc., I feel sometimes that we do lose ourselves in the fact of not sticking to them. That in other words, we do trip ourselves up by thinking that it is very much a case of if I have gone but two calories over my target, I haven't stuck to it, game over. Now that's an extreme example, but let's say for example, you have a caloric target of 1500 calories and your maintenance calories are 2250 therefore placing you in a 750 calorie deficit per day, which, you know, on paper should yield about a pound and a half of fat loss. Let's say that due to a challenging week, due to circumstance with a birthday or celebration of some degree, you didn't average 1,500. You averaged 1,700 or 1,750, let's go with. Well, if you go very much with the hard line of have you stuck or stayed under your target, then the answer to that would be no. And so it's very easy to think you failed. You haven't stuck to the agreed upon deficit and therefore you have not made progress this week. You have wasted this week. What have you done? The net result is actually, you're still in a 500 calorie deficit. Therefore, net result of that will still be approximately a pound of fat loss. Now, the problem is with weeks like this is we tend to often correlate them with progress reviews. So we go over calories and what's the first thing we do? we review our progress usually the day after we go over calories and what does that tell us well we go over calories the very next day we jump on the scales and what do we see we see a gain therefore we immediately associate the overage of calories with the gain on the scales i went over my calories i didn't stick to the target so what happened i didn't achieve i didn't stick to the target therefore i'm in calorie gate or i'm in fat gaining territory and this is why it is so imperative for us to not lose sight of our maintenance. Now, with this particular person, if they'd remembered that they had a maintenance of 2,250, by seeing an average of 1,700, the glass would very much be half full because the attitude will be, well, I'm still in a 500 calorie deficit, all is well. And if when they then go to step on the scales the following day, if they even choose to in the first place, knowing they had a high calorie day before and it's never advantageous or gonna give you a true reflection of what's going on. If you do that, (laughs) catch a breath. If they do that, they'll be able to go into that progress review, that weigh in knowing that the science is still on their side. Progress would still have been made. The deficit is still alive and well. It's just a smaller deficit. Therefore, we've moved forwards ever so slightly slower. You could argue it be it's a little bit like a journey home. If you are traveling 60 miles an hour and you have a 60-mile journey, it's going to take you an hour. If you are caught in traffic and you have to slow up your progress, you're not stationary, you're just having to slow, contraflow, whatever, then you might say be averaging 30 miles an hour. And therefore, it's going to take you two hours to get home. But you're still going to get home. It's just going to take you a little bit longer. But we lose sight of this when it comes to deficits. We think, oh, I've gone over my target, game over, that's it. And like I said, usually because we correlate it with jumping on the scales, seeing a gain, and therefore we go, yep, there you go, told you so. You went 200 calories over your target. That's the reason why you've not lost any body fat this week. The fact is, you have. In this particular example, this person still has lost a pound of body fat in spite of the fact that they've not achieved the deficit of a pound and a half of body fat loss that they were hoping for. And this is a very, very strong point I wanted to make in this particular episode. And it's a topic that I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into because... This particular person is still moving forwards. They're still progressing towards what they want to achieve. It's just a slower week for tangible circumstance or for a tangible reason. And in a previous episode, I spoke about seasons of psychology. When we go through different seasons of adherence in terms of what we are able to do. Sometimes we are able to push, dedicate more time, dedicate more focus, dedicate more intensity. Sometimes we, we have the ability to exercise more resilience at certain times, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're a little bit more up against it. Sometimes there's a, you know, a season of socials. There's, you know We're not feeling in the best place. We still wanna make progress. We still got a goal to achieve. We're still not feeling great about ourselves, but we're not necessarily able to push forward with as much vigor. Adherence is slightly trickier. Now, a good coach recognizes that in that circumstance, it's more important to create a sustainable and realistic approach than it is to just go, you clearly don't want it enough, push a bit harder. So, using this particular person, it could very well be that that week or that month, even, they weren't able to adhere because of exterior circumstances. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm a big believer in accepting what you cannot change, have the courage to change the things you can and not allowing circumstance to dictate action. But let's not beat around the bush. In the human existence, the human condition, circumstance does dictate action. Shit does get in the way. And so it's important to be mindful and aware of that. Otherwise, we're only setting ourselves up to fail. So good coaching And whether that is self-coaching, whether that's being coached by somebody else, is to recognize the circumstance and to adapt to it. Now, there's going to be days you can push harder with your deficit. There's going to be days you can't push as hard. So with this particular person, let's say they were going through a particularly challenging time of their life, I would then say to them, what is the minimum you are happy to lose per week? And if they said to me, you know what, pound a week, then I'd say, right, instead of setting your target this month at 1,500, we're gonna set it to 1,750. Again, bear in mind their maintenance was 2,250, so a 500 calorie deficit. So we'd set it to 1,750. Now, there's nothing stopping them from running under their calories. They may have a busy Tuesday, they may feel in a good place. And so for a few days of the week, they may actually be able to stick lower in calories as their target used to be. But psychologically if their target was set of 1500 then they would feel like a failure on the days that they couldn't adhere to it in spite of the fact that they still achieved say 1600 or 1680 or something like that they would see the fact they've gone over rather than the fact that they've barely gone over so This isn't a blanket approach. This is not generic. I'm not gonna suddenly come out and say that everybody should take this because there are people I've worked with where they need a more aggressive approach. They need a tangible metric of do not go over these calories. They need to be more strict with themselves than that to bring out the adherence. Sometimes being too vague, having too much freedom is a detriment. I find this often at the beginning of people's journeys when we adopt a flexible approach. And I spoke about this in the last podcast when you've got too much choice and too much variety, which then trips you up. However, if you find you are the kind of person that beats yourself up when things don't quite go right in terms of your calories, there might be a good opportunity for you to just recognize the season that you are in, in your life, in your headspace, if you will, and therefore look at adapting what you're doing. And I suppose at this point, I suppose the biggest catchphrase to fall back on or to highlight, is it's the deficit that's important, not the size of it. If your goal is fat loss, if your goal is to reduce your waistline, improve your health, fit your clothes better, whatever your reason is, to being in a caloric deficit, if your goal is to reduce your body fat level, what matters is being in a caloric deficit, not the size of the deficit. The size of the deficit merely dictates how fast you will lose the body fat. And of course, everybody wants to lose it as quickly as possible. But we've got to recognize that in a lot of circumstances, it's not possible to do that. It's not always possible to lose two pounds or more than that per week because we've still got a life to lead. We've still got the psychological fuckery that comes along with that. And we've still got socializing. We've still got events. We've still got pretense we have to keep up. So there are some weeks we can maximize progress, some weeks we can't. But the whole time we are constantly sticking in our heads that you have to adhere to a 1,000 calorie deficit. I mean, take this person with a maintenance of 2,250, for example. 1,000 calorie deficit is two pounds per week. If they set themselves up to fail going, I must lose two pounds every week, then their target would have to be set at 2,250. Now, 2,250 is an incredibly difficult amount of calories to consistently adhere to. So chances are they're not going to. But they're going to constantly beat themselves up when they see an average of 1,400 or 1,500 in spite of the fact that they are still in what is essentially a 750 calorie deficit, therefore a pound and a half of fat loss per week. So they're beating themselves up for the half a pound they didn't lose as opposed to the pound and a half that they did lose. The point here is to recognize what you are doing and what you need in that moment. Recognize the season of psychology you are currently in and what you are able to do. So many people, and I've experienced this a handful of times, hell, I've experienced this twice this week, where people have gone, I just can't stick to it right now, I'm really struggling. And my response is always, but you're still gonna eat, right? You have to. You're still gonna move, right? So why don't we just make the deficit a little bit more appropriate? Why don't we just set it at a point which is easier to adhere to? You know, here you are with your deficit of 750 calories and you're coming at me with a message going, I I just can't stick to it right now. When in actual fact, all you need do is go, I'm struggling to stick to this. We rework things and we create, yeah, maybe a smaller calorie deficit, maybe even losing half a pound per week, you know, a 250 calorie deficit. So you have 2,000 calories every single day. Now, if I say to this person, have 2,000 calories every day, they'll be like, yeah, that's more than enough. I can easily achieve on that uh, or easily adhere to that. Yes, they're gonna be losing half a pound of fat loss per week, but if you extrapolate that over a month, there's two pounds gone because they stuck to it. So during a circumstance that they were ready to throw in the towel and go, I can't stick to this, I'm really struggling, life is crazy at the moment, by making things easier to adhere to and a little bit more realistic with the season of psychology they're going through or the circumstance they're going through, They've then still been able to achieve two pounds of fat loss over the course of the month with a caloric target, which is incredibly adherable, when actually they thought that they weren't going to achieve anything and they were ready to throw in the towel and basically place themselves in in gaining territory because they're going back to not being mindful of consumption, not focusing on their movement. So the reason I'm highlighting this is it's important to recognize, as I said, the deficit is what is important, not the size of it the most important thing that you need to learn is is where maintenance is for you. Find where your body will stay the same and then make changes to adapt for that, depending on what you're going through. Now, calories aren't the answer. If you're going through a stressful circumstance, you don't need more calories. You don't need more food. Food's not gonna make the circumstance any better. However, it's the psychological pressure that can get the better of people. They're going through a circumstance. They're going through a thing. And so they need the pressure eased off. So by having the pressure of do not go over this target of 1500, then it's too much. And so they end up going over and beating themselves up. Whereas if you ease the pressure and you go, right, here's more calories to play with. Try your best not to use them, but they're there if you do. What happens nine times out of 10 is that people are able to adhere better and they're able to still make progress. Because, like I said, I have yet to find any circumstance which is solved with food or overconsumption of food. But all of this intrinsically rests on accuracy, because quite often what ends up happening when people struggle to adhere is they're not honest with their logging, they're not honest with their their data. They are accruing that data, and you're looking at an average which is over target, but it's actually only part of the story. To go back to this. Example, I've been using this podcast, 2,250 maintenance, target of 1,500, averaging 16, 1650, let's say, beating themselves up because they're going 150 over, but in actual fact, they're not going 150 over. They're more likely consuming about 1,900 calories because what tends to come with pressure, what tends to come with the feeling of failure of going over tends to then also be a lack of integrity, a lack of honesty, we tend to go over and go, oh man, I really don't want to log that because now I'm going to be even further over. And it's a self-perpetuating cycle. So anything along the lines of what I've discussed today, first and foremost, needs to come from a position of honesty. The one thing that you cannot let slip is your integrity when it comes to the data. All data is useful. Even if you're consuming like 2000 calories more than maintenance, the data is important yeah you may be in a calorie surplus a big one but if you have the data to know what foods are contributing to that calorie surplus it's very very easy to recognize where you're going wrong there could very easily be some swaps that you could make that could bring that massive surplus back to maintenance again and then yeah you know what we're not in a deficit yet but at least we're stopping the game which is half the battle then once we've made those swaps, those changes to bring you back and stabilize things to regain control, then we can look at creating an appropriate deficit. I've even had people in the past where I've done two-week deficit, two-week maintenance or three-week deficit, one-week maintenance. I've even had people who have had three-week maintenance, one-week deficit. Yes, progress is slow and you have to balance the speed of that progress with the expectation. Everybody wants to get to their goal as quickly as possible. So there is a certain speed that we are intrinsically, uh, what's the word, fighting against or you know, shying away from because the mindset, if I said to someone, lose half a pound a week, the automatic response, hell, even you listening to this now, if I said to you, you're gonna lose half a pound a week, the automatic response would be, no, it's too slow, it's not fast enough. But at the end of the month, would you rather have lost two pounds because you set yourself up with half a pound a week Or would you rather have gained two pounds because you tried to set yourself up to lose two pounds per week, but you just couldn't stick to it? Again, the deficit is more important than the size of the deficit. So hopefully today we've shed some light on a bit more of a psychological approach when it comes to your programming. Hopefully if there's some clients listening to this, maybe it's spurred you on to open a new dialogue in terms of conversation if you're struggling with adherence. This is stuff I speak about on a daily basis, 100% a weekly basis with my clients to make sure that what they are doing is appropriate. Because I don't care how optimal you want things to be. I don't care how fast you want things to be or how speedy you want things to be or how much you want it. How much you want it has no bearing on what you actually end up achieving. What you actually end up achieving is all dictated, uh, well, is dictated by what you're actually able to stick to. And because we go through these different seasons of psychology, because we are still living our lives, still dealing with the day-to-day circumstances, a lot of which are the reasons that we gained in the first place, it's important that the approach is a lot more realistic and tailored to elope that circumstance as opposed to it just being a case of just get on with it, no excuses, no days off, etc., etc. Human psychology is a lot smarter and a lot more intricate than simply just do it. (laughs) There's a catchphrase there from a famous clothing company, but we'll leave it there. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Episode 60, which I suppose arguably, I think looking back with all of the different topics I've covered in these 60 60 episodes, that's 30 hours now of podcasts. More than that, actually, because some of them go over half an hour. Yeah, I would probably say that this is one of if not the most important podcast for people to listen to if they're looking to either begin approach an approach or a deficit or they are already in one it's vital that sticking to it is put at the top of the pile not the speed because half a pound like i said per week means that you might think that's slow but if you can stick to it you're losing two pounds in a month which means that you are losing 104 pounds over the course of the year now that's that's pretty fucking powerful right better than wasting the whole year so enough from me thanks for tuning in as always if you enjoyed this episode let me know either at chris Moyes on instagram or alternatively you can leave a uh comments or a review on apple Podcasts. which i'd love it if you can i really want to get those um those reviews up in terms of the numbers would love to get them in the triple figures So for all of you watching, um, like I said, if you guys are enjoying the podcast and you want them to continue, just make sure you continue to let me know what you enjoy about them, how they're helping and continue to share them with other people, be it on social media or like I said, another form of sharing is just leaving a review. Then it bumps it up the ratings in terms of the podcast charts, more random people come across it and more people get helped. Like I said, it's the reason I give up this time every week to make sure you guys get a podcast. Well, nearly every week. Last week was an exception. So thank you for your patience. So here we go then. 61 next week. Guys, enjoy the rest of your days. And as always, when it comes to everything that you are tackling in day-to-day life, the deficits, the movement, the exercise, everything life has to throw at you, all the stresses and strains, if you want to stay in control, the best advice I could ever give you is to remember to accept the things that you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. See you next time. Toodles.